Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. I'm so glad that you're here and that you decided to press play on this particular episode because this is a first. I am going to be answering a question that came in from someone who has been listening to the podcast and listened to modules one through three of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0. And I'm so excited to answer this question because I really think it's going to give you insight for your own goals in 2023, how to achieve those goals, what you really can focus on to achieve those goals from a subconscious point of view. So not from a strategic point of view, but from a deeper subconscious level, which if you listen to module four of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0, which just dropped this week, you know is the key to change. In order to create lasting change, we have to change from the inside out. We have to create change at the subconscious level, at the identity level, the spirit level, the mindset level, and the capabilities level. And that trickles into change in the behavior and environment level, which is the outside world. So I wanted to answer this question in terms of the subconscious mind. And this is going to make a lot of sense when I tell you the question. So the question was, does more money flood in when you have a path it's going to or when you have a specific place that you want the money to go? And that question came in response to me sharing that in 2022, we paid off our mortgage. So rewind, I'll give you just a little recap if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes. In 2021, my husband and I at the beginning of the year set a goal of paying off $75,000 of our mortgage. At that point, we had, oh gosh, I think we had... around $300,000 of our mortgage left and we really wanted to focus on paying our mortgage off early and so we set this goal and I remember when we set the goal it was a very scary goal. It was a goal that was a possibility goal so it meant that I believed it was possible but I had no clue how. Based on our income from the previous years This would not happen. There was not enough overflow coming in in order to pay off an additional $75,000 of our mortgage. So we didn't know how, but what ended up happening is the year, in the calendar year of 2021, we paid off 
over $200,000 of our mortgage or right around $200,000 of our mortgage. And then in April of 2022, we made our final mortgage payment. And it was the exact day, one year later, that we sent in our final mortgage payment, that we sent in our first mortgage payment. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) We sent in our first big mortgage payment on April 18th, 2021. We sent in our final mortgage payment on April 18th, 2022. So we didn't pay off our entire mortgage in a calendar year, but we paid it off in a year. And so the question was, do you think this worked because you had something specific that you were focused on? Do you think more money flooded in because you had something that it was going to. And this is such a great question as you really hone in on your 2023 goals and start working towards your 2023 goals. And again, I want to address this from a subconscious level. We're not going to talk about strategy here. We're going to talk about why this worked from a subconscious point of view. So Number one, why do I think this worked for us? Why do I think this happened from a subconscious point of view? The first reason is because the goal was very specific. So we set the goal of $75,000. It was a specific goal and it was $75,000 going towards our mortgage. So there was a level of specificity and in the episode where I talk about creating your goals, which I believe is episode number 100, I talk about how you want your goals to be very specific. And the reason for this is because your subconscious mind obeys commands. Your conscious mind commands and your subconscious mind obeys those commands. And commands are intentions and desires that the subconscious mind can follow through on. So are in this scenario, my conscious mind made the command of we want to pay off $75,000 of our mortgage this year. That was the command that my conscious mind made to my subconscious mind and it was a specific command. It was a specific amount of money. It was going towards a specific thing. So the the subconscious mind wants to obey those commands. Now, That is not the only reason this worked though, because we command a lot, right? (laughs) We make conscious commands all of the time. And perhaps you're sitting there thinking, when I make commands, conscious commands, they don't work, right? Like when I set goals like that, they don't happen. I don't accomplish them. So why did this work? It goes so much deeper than just the specificity of the number and where the money was going. So it started there, but there were other things that needed to happen on a subconscious level for this to actually happen. So the second thing was this command was not coming from a place of need or a place of lack which is usually where our commands come from. Need and lack create pressure. 
They create stress. They create anxiety. They create frustration. They create overwhelm. All of those feelings add up to a threat to your subconscious mind and danger. Which means your subconscious mind is going to make sure that that thing doesn't happen because the main role of your subconscious mind is to keep you alive. So when I set this goal or when we set this goal, it was not coming from a place of need or lack. It wasn't like we have to do this. It was a pure desire coming from a place of overflow, abundance, and magic. It, there was no pressure. There was no stress. There, so there was no lack. And perhaps you've heard that lack perpetuates lack. When you focus on lack, what you're creating is actually just more lack because what we focus on is what we create more of. What we focus on is what expands. So if we're focusing on need and want from a place of lack, what's end up, what's going to end up happening is we just create more lack in our life. So this goal, this command did not come from a place of lack. It did not come from a place of need. It came from a place of pure desire. It came from a place of we want this. Like this would be so cool and it's but it's not a need. Like we're not going to die if this doesn't happen. We're not putting a lot of pressure on this happening. It's something we desire to happen. So we didn't turn it into a threat to our subconscious mind because we didn't create any of those feelings that are associated with a threat or associated with danger. And so because it wasn't a threat, because it was a pure desire, our subconscious mind could grab onto it and it could say okay this is safe there's no danger associated with me working on this and so the conscious mind commanded the subconscious mind I'm going to follow through on that command now the key thing and I'm very very this is the key this is the key reason why I believed this worked is because I believed it was possible You have to believe that it's possible. And even though we had never brought in that amount of money in the past, so I didn't have any past evidence that this was possible, and even though I didn't know how it was going to happen, which was actually a good thing, because sometimes when we get tied to a certain way of something happening, We create resistance because we're not open to all the potential ways that it could happen. So we didn't need to know how it was going to happen. We didn't need it to happen, but we believed it was possible. Both my husband and I believed that it was possible. And taking it a step beyond that, there was like a knowing. It was a declaration It was a decision. It was, I had this inner knowing that it was just going to happen. It was like I decided it was going to happen and I declared that it was going to happen and I just 
believed that it was going to happen and I knew it was going to happen even though there was no evidence even though I had no idea how it was going to happen I just I had gotten to a place subconsciously and I'm going to talk about this in the next point but I had gotten to a place subconsciously where I just knew I just knew and you might be sitting there thinking but how did you know And that is a great question because I have asked that question so many times. I have asked that question to my previous mentor, Aislinn. I'm like, but how did you know? Like, how did you know? She's like, I just knew. Like, but how? She's like, I just did. This was the same way. I just knew. And so many mentors that I absolutely love, or a couple mentors that I absolutely love, Aislinn being one of them, Catherine Zinkina being one of them, and Amanda Francis being one of them, talk about this. They talk about the power of deciding. They talk about the power of declaration, the power of knowing, not the power of asking, not the power of hoping, the power of declaring, deciding, and knowing, and the mountains that that moves. And so when I look at why I I think this happened for us, it really comes down to this being the key thing, that we believed that it was possible and I just got to a point where I had decided and declared that it was happening and there was no question in my mind and I released the how. I didn't need to know how, but I knew. I knew it was going to happen. So I think that was the biggest reason that it happened. But all of these other things played a part. The next thing I wrote down in my notes is that I released the how. And I already talked about that. So I didn't need to know how. I didn't need to try to figure it out logically because if I would have tried to do that, I wouldn't have been able to. I remember I actually did break it down to what it would be quarterly on my project board I was like okay if we're gonna do 75,000 for the year that means it was I think it was like 18 some thousand per quarter and I stopped there because I was like I don't know how that's gonna happen so I released the how I didn't need it to happen a specific way I didn't need the money to come in a specific way and that opened me up to co-creation with the universe. So because I didn't try to control it, it could come through the path of least resistance. Every way was open. There were limitless ways that it could happen. And so it came through the way that had the least resistance because I wasn't trying to control the way. So releasing the how. The next reason I believe that this worked is because my identity matched the desire. So I had no opposing beliefs really to this happening. I had spent the previous six months diving deep into money mindset work and really looking at all the limiting beliefs I had around money flowing in, all the blocks that I had, all of the limiting feelings that I had, all the stories that I had. 
I had dove so deep into money mindset work and I had rewired so many of my stories and beliefs and patterns and habits over the previous six months that I was able to identify as someone that this could happen for. So my identity was aligned with the desire. My mindset, which were my values and beliefs, were aligned with the desire. My capabilities, my skills and knowledge were aligned with the desire. I had the skills and knowledge of managing money, if you will, for that amount to flow in. So it all was aligned, right? So you see now how this all works. And finally, all of those things put together and all of the points that I just made about how it played on the subconscious created momentum. They all added up to create this snowball effect. And it was like once the money came in to make the first payment, it was like that increased my belief that it was possible. And so this brings up the cyclical nature of this and how things reinforce each other. So it started out with the belief that it was possible. And because I had the belief, because the identity matched, because the skills and capabilities matched, it created the results that I desired, right? So the the amount came in to make that first payment. And I believe we actually had, we were able to make an even bigger payment than the original quarterly payment that I had anticipated. So because the results came, then that reinforced the belief even more. And it made the belief stronger that this was possible. And then because the belief was even stronger, then the results came in even more. And it, it's this cyclical nature where the belief re, the belief creates the result and then the result reinforces the belief. And then that makes the belief even stronger, which creates another result even faster, which reinforces the belief again and makes that belief even stronger. And this can work for you to your advantage and it can work to your disadvantage. This is how beliefs in creating your reality work and reinforce each other. Now you can use it for good to actually create the things you desire or it can work in the opposite direction for you if your beliefs do not match the thing you desire. So it created this snowball effect where the belief just got stronger and stronger and stronger as the results continued to flow in and that actually sped up the entire process and that is why I think we were able to pay it off in a year from a subconscious point of view, right? So there were obviously lots of other things that happened that made this possible from a, but from a purely subconscious point of view in terms of talking about why do I believe that this worked Those are the reasons why. The last thing I want to tell you, because as I said, we originally intended to, or upset the intention and the desire to pay off $75,000 and we ended up paying off over $200,000 in that calendar year. I talked about the momentum. I talked about the snowball effect. I talked about how the belief reinforces, or creates the result, which reinforces the belief, which creates more result. Our subconscious is also wired to always seek more. And this is why 
you when you achieve a goal, there's a very short period of time where you are excited and celebratory about achieving that goal and then your brain automatically goes to the next thing right this bothers a lot of female entrepreneurs they're like why can't I just be happy and I don't think that's the right question honestly because I think it's a balance between being very great very grateful very grateful and happy with where you are and you can at the same time desire more your subconscious is actually wired to seek more our subconscious is designed to expand the universe is always expanding we are a part of the universe we are made up of the same exact building blocks as the rest of the universe is made up of so if the universe is always expanding we are always expanding which means our subconscious is always expanding which means we're always desiring more We're always wired to seek more. So I think that as this snowball happened, subconsciously it was like, well, I can get more. I'm seeking more. I'm seeking more. I'm expanding. I'm expanding. I'm expanding. And it just created this huge quantum leap. So let's recap. Does more money flood in when you have a path it's going to or when you have a place it's going to? The simple answer is... Yes, in terms of specificity, but that's not the only reason. So you can be specific and have the money not flood in. All of these other things have to align as well. And this is where the real work happens. So yes, on a subconscious level, this worked because it was specific. It was a very specific intention and desire that the conscious mind commanded to the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind was able to obey that command because it did not come from a place of lack. It came from a place of pure desire. There was no pressure around it. There was no stress around it. And so it didn't turn into a threat to the subconscious mind. So it was safe for the subconscious mind to follow through on this command. I believed it was possible. I said that that was the key and I truly believe that's the key. I believed it was possible, released the how, didn't need to control it, didn't need to know how it was going to happen. The identity matched the desire. So if you listen to the previous episode on how to create lasting change, you remember the top four levels of the pyramid of the hierarchy of change, which is spirit, identity, mindset or beliefs and values and then capabilities those four things all aligned with the desire and then because everything was aligned momentum started to happen and that momentum created a snowball effect that the subconscious mind could then grab onto because it's wired to seek more so that is the reason I believe that that goal worked and what I want you to do is I want you to look back at the goals you've set for yourself for 2023. And what we're going to do in the rest of the program is we're going to start really diving into how we align the foundation, which is really the top three levels of the hierarchy of change, with the goals that we desire to achieve to create that trickle-down effect, to basically do this 
for your goals. So what I want you to look at right now is I want you to look at your goals and I want you to kind of think about what is standing in your way. Where is there misalignment right now between those three levels, those top three levels, and the ultimate result that you desire? And this is going to serve you as we dive deeper and deeper into this program. And this is where the real work begins. Now you might be sitting there thinking, okay, I know there's a misalignment on the identity level and on the mindset level or the values and beliefs level when it comes to money to the goals that I desire to accomplish. I already know there's a misalignment. And Lauren, you said that one of the reasons you believe this worked is because you had been doing money mindset work for the previous six months. How do I begin to do money mindset work? How do I start to dive into this and really start to shift my relationship with money, my identity when it comes to money, my values and beliefs around money? Well, I have a program for that. It is called The Money Mind. It is completely self-paced. It's five modules. It is absolutely in incredible and it is going to help you really look at what is my identity around money what are my values and beliefs around money what are the things that are holding me back when it comes to bringing in the kind of money I desire and I'm going to help you shift those things in this program I help you to learn a new way of being with money a new way of feeling about money I help you create a new relationship with money, new beliefs around money that are going to support you in accomplishing the financial goals that you desire. It's going to help you to create that alignment between the identity and the values and beliefs and the results that you ultimately desire. And what I'm teaching in this program is what I did. What I'm teaching in that program is what I did to completely shift my relationship with money. So if you're interested in that program, all you have to do is scroll down to the show notes and I'll provide the link for it there and it'll take you to the sales page you can read about it and if you want to enroll all you there are a couple different payment options and as soon as you enroll you get access to the program and you can start working your way through it. That is what I've got for you today. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can hit me up on the grams, Instagram, or Telegram. My handles and the links for those things are also posted in the show notes. If you found this episode useful, please come over to either of the grams and let me know what you thought. Let me know what breakthroughs you had. If you had questions, I would love to hear your questions. Those two places are where we can chat. And obviously, I would always appreciate if you shared this on Instagram and tagged me at Lauren underscore Francois because that is what helps get this podcast into the hands of more women. So thank you for being here today and I'll talk to you at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. 
Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is, whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.